0: This is the DPHO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep, listen live weekday mornings from six to ten AM on ninety-eight point seven ESPN in New York. Yep, the ESPN New York app. Yep, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety-eight point seven ESPN. This.
1: Pietro and Rothenberg. How about RJ popping on. You'd get lost in the forest. That's not a nice thing to say, RJ. Coming from the guy who gets lost in Costco,
2: doesn't speak to my abilities to work my way out of. Would training. I have a compass? I don't think it would matter. Can you climb a tree? Is what? there a bear chasing me? <laughs> it's the he woods. Would, he would not only climb up the tree,
0: he would make monkey sounds while doing
3: it.
4: <laughs>
0: D. and Rothenberg. Told me you could touch your toes, but you can't. But yeah, no, I can't oh, do that. Oh, that was a
1: horrifying effort. <laughs> well, I had to stretch out a little bit. It got better as it went along, but I could not do that. On 98.7 ESPN. Let's be nice to each other in the final hour of the week. There's always such animosity and nastiness, and someone leaves the show feeling upset. Can we make a solemn promise? Last hour of the week, we're all nice.
5: Yeah, I think we all deserve to go into the weekend feeling great about ourselves. Here's what Especially I say. Especially
1: RJ. Oh, RJ, we, we got to really build you up here. I say whoever is nasty and determined by the rest of the show to any of the other three has to buy a coffee for the other one Monday morning. A beautiful, whatever whatever they want, coffee. I'm good with that. RJ, you on board with that?
5: Sure, I can do that. Raymond? All
3: right, let's see, let's see where this stands in let's about uh, 50 minutes. That's let's right. See.
1: Let's see where we go. 1-800-919-3776. So we, um, we started the show with a, a, a real disagreement. And I think we get back to this. Knicks win last night. I'd say great win, but I think Rick feels a little differently. See, I see it like this. Knicks go on the road to Boston, win the game, very stressful, but get it done. Randall plays well. Brunson, well, big shot from R.J. Barrett. To me, tremendous. To Rick, well, you know what? I didn't want to speak for you. Why don't you explain your thoughts on this game from last night?
5: I'm happy that they won, but I was frustrated watching the game and how that game ended. You're up 12 points with, you know, 5 minutes and 25 seconds left, and you score 4 for the rest of the game. That's right. And then uh, luckily, luckily at the end of that game, Ball in Jason Tatum's hand, chance to win, gets the shot he wants, doesn't make it, and then they don't call a foul on Jericho Sims. You got lucky.
1: And and then and then in overtime, Jalen Brown completely gags and can't hit a shot. I, I agree with you all across the board. Nick's got fortunate to win, but I look at that as you win a game that nobody expected you to go in and win last night. That, to me, is a tremendous evening, and you, I felt to start the show, were... were there was animosity and you were angry about the fact that the Knicks continue to do what they do. I just look at it like they won a game I didn't think they'd win, and I'm pleased with that.
5: No, this frustration. What you heard was frustration because I think you're resigned to the fact that this is what it what it is. This is who they are. Well, what do you think and, they and are? And I can't. But I cannot. I can't. It's not in my DNA to be satisfied with that because if I was on the Knicks or if this was my Islanders, whoever, whatever team I was on, if this continued to be a problem for us, and we were trying to get ourselves to wherever. For the Knicks now this season is probably the we'll say the sixth seed. And put ourselves in a spot to to have a playoff series as opposed to being this, you know, seven to ten play in mess. It's it's this this issue is gonna be what, what costs us that opportunity. Correct. I don't I
1: don't think you're wrong for a second. My point is this morning is not the morning to make that the focal point. This morning is the morning to say go into Boston, beat one of the best teams in the NBA, and you do it with that Mitchell Robinson. That's a terrific win, and I'm thrilled by that. And you're looking at this big picture. I'm looking at this in just the, the game from last night.
5: No, well, I guess I'm looking at it like, a, to, in all honesty, I'm looking at this more as so like if I was if I was a player on the team, and how frustrated frustrated I would be.
1: But they didn't sound frustrated.
5: No they well they' I mean I don't maybe that's why it's still the same though maybe why we keep seeing more of the same because as far as Julius Randle was concerned they're doing a they do a great job yeah at they, this think, they think they it's feel great. comfortable
1: Let's take a listen in fact Julius Randle, after the game on TNT saying boy you know what it's happening now we're just we're comfortable in the close games
6: Well we've been in these games before all year we've been in up and down games lost those games at the end we won them at the end so there's a sense of you know being comfortable in those positions and knowing how to execute down and stretch whether you're up or down.
1: So I mean, it, it, there's no mention of we we continue to to squander enormous leads in the final four or five minutes of a game.
5: They look the opposite of comfortable in these situations. I agree. They look with like that. they're they're holding on for dear life.
1: I agree. Uh, uh, is what you know What I'm like. doing as a fan of this team and one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six to get in on the conversation about the Knicks this morning. We're not going to be here for long. We're going to get Jets and make our picks. All of it is. I watch the clock and, and look. Two thirty-four. Well, if they take this down, it's two ten, and then if they can stop them, then like I, I'm, I'm playing that clock game. But for me to play it at home is one thing. For them to be playing it on the court is a completely separate incident. It's just, it's, it's terrible to watch it.
5: No, it's awful to watch it. And I just, don't, I know that when the season is over and we're sitting here looking at where this next team finished, is games like and listen. Luckily, they won last night. But there will be a bunch of games we look at it and say. Here's again they should have closed out. Here's again they should have closed out. Here's again they should have closed out. And they'll be they'll be stuck in this the, the 7 to 10 playing as opposed to being the 6 seed, where we all were were hoping they would be. Right. And well, they were hoping they would a be. A
1: couple things I would retort to that. Firstly, I I don't know what you're expecting. Like yes, I expect them to be in the 7 to 10 range and I feel pretty confident that's where they'll wind up. 6 to me is is on the outside looking in. But we've already seen it so many times. I mean, there's so many games that they've been up eight, three minutes to go. They they just won the last two games. And even by winning the last two games, they led Cleveland by 11 with five minutes to go. And it came down to the final shot where Donovan Mitchell, I I don't know, I actually thought was foul. But whatever, you you won the game. And then last night, you're up by 12 with five minutes to go. And it goes to overtime and you got very fortunate to win it. So I, I just I'm resigned to the fact this is what it is. This is what it's always going to be. They are not good in the closing moments. But for one morning, I can enjoy the fact that they won the game last night.
5: Yeah, but it's not even that they're not good in the closing moments. It's they're terrible in the they're closing
1: terrible. moments. They're terrible in the closing moments of a game. I'm not it's arguing like bad with you. Pos-
5: but it's like bad possession after bad possession. It's not getting defensive rebounds. It's like there's no excuse to have the shot clock run out. None. There's no excuse uh, for that. Turning the ball over. I think you got to blame
1: the coach here, too. A lot.
5: It would frustrate me like crazy because you work so hard the entire game to put yourself in that spot, and then all of a sudden it's like we forget how to play basketball. Is it 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 that they
1: they forget, or the other team raises the level of their game, and when the other team raises the level of their game, the Knicks can't do what they have done for the first 43 or 44 minutes of the game. I think
5: that's that's the big part of it. But don't you have to? I mean, isn't that something you have to work on so that in moments like that when the pressure is ramped up? That yeah. they know how to function properly?
1: I, I think you do. Here, here's R.J. Barrett saying we're we're learning. This is gonna, you're going to love this one. We're learning how to win these close games now.
0: These are the games that you know, we, we lost early on in the season. So I'm uh, just trying to figure that out, um, come back with that mental edge, and, and just get the job
1: done. <laughs> listen, I disagree with you. I, I'm I'm happy this morning they won. But what, what the hell is he talking about? We figured out a way to win these games. You held on for dear life.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, you figure, listen, I, I guess that you can give them credit for bouncing back the way they did in in OT, I guess, getting down five early. Then, you know, Randall hits that big three to stabilize things, and they found a way to pull it out. But I don't know. That doesn't look like learning how to win these games. It looks like continuing to find ways to to blow the lead.
1: That's exactly what it looks like. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Billy in Bushwick. Good morning, Billy. You're next up on
0: 98.7. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Hello. Billy. I'm really proud that the Knicks won. I'm really proud of RJ Barrett for hitting a big time three. He shot that with confidence and I, I I believe it too when you guys say that they didn't look comfortable winning that game, but hey, a win is a win,
1: right?
5: That's my tact. Yeah, a win's a win, but I mean I think the reason why Dave says that is because he's just resigned to the fact that it's not gonna get any better. So he's just gonna take the win <laughs> and he's gonna move on.
1: Hey, That's man. it. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, in, in fairness, though, and thanks for the call, Billy. I'd feel the same way if this was if this was the Giants. If this, I I, I mean, ultimately, I think it will doom them. I do. I think that. No, the, I just the, think if
5: you had any real, I guess my point is, if you had any real expectations, like say, for example, like I know you had no real expectations with the Giants, and you know just the fact that you got to the playoffs and then winning the playoff game, you went into the game against the Eagles, and it was like, yeah, we kept hearing house money, right? But like that first game against Minnesota, right? Like Minnesota had expectations. They won the division. They had what thirteen wins. That's right. And it's like, guess what reared its ugly head? Their defense stinks. Like, it's just like if you have, I think if you had any real expectations for this Knicks team, you would look at it a little differently. And I I'm, not saying I have, right. I'm not saying I have real expectations, but it's just like, I get frustrated that you're not seeing it, it improve at all.
1: And That's I don't what think bothers you will. Me. But at, at what point, and I get you're frustrated and I'm frustrated too, but at some point you have to just take a seat and say, well, why am I going to get frustrated that this is just how it is? This is how it is. That we're more than halfway through the season this is not game 11. we've watched 40 plus games of this they are awful in the final five minutes of a game awful
5: yeah I, listen I don't disagree with you I just don't I have a hard time believing that this is just how how they're gonna let it stay or they're not it's not being worked on because it's just they can't what I just it, it, it probably will continue but I just I have a hard time with it
1: Listen, they, they played tomorrow against Brooklyn, and would you be at all surprised if they came out and played really, really well and had a lead, and, and you were looking at the finish line, and then all of a sudden they got outscored 13-4 to in the final three minutes and lost the game? I wouldn't.
5: No, but, it would, but Dave, I'm telling you, like if, I, if this was a hockey team I was playing on, and we, we worked the entire game to get a two-goal lead, and then every time we had a two-goal lead in the last five minutes, we gave up two goals and had to go to overtime all the time, even if we won, I'd be snapping. Like, what the bleep are we doing right now? Like, why are we making it so hard on ourselves?
1: They're a frustrating team. They're a frustrating team. Tim in the car. Tim, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, what's up,
0: guys? First time calling. great show. Love the show.
1: We appreciate you calling and the kind words. What do you got, Tim?
0: All right. So last night I'm watching this game. Listen, I'm with you. Good win, right? You beat a team that you're not supposed to beat. But I have to put a little blame on Thibodeau. How is it that you don't figure out that they're getting Brunson at half court, double team, and then he has to give it to Randall who gets double teamed and no one, everybody else is just standing around. You have to call a different play. You got to figure it out.
5: Well, I, no, I, don't, I, don't I, mean, I don't disagree with you. It's the same
1: thing though, I all the time.
5: Well, no, but I mean, it, well, clearly, I mean, there's, this is something that teams teams are recognizing And as soon as the pressure ratchets up, and you're right, Jalen Brunson Brunson was being picked up at half court by Jalen Brown. And it was possession after possession of either a turnover, shot clock violation, not a great shot. It just, it was.
1: Well, you know what I'm sick of too? I'm sick of, of, you look at the shot clock and it's like down to nine. They've done absolutely nothing with their possession. And they they have like eight seconds left on the shot clock. And now it's like, okay, how the hell are you going to get into the offense now? You're going to run some high pick and roll. They're gonna double the guy with the ball, and you're gonna get either a pass where a guy have to just hoist it up or some off balance shot from Brunson or Randall. That's what it is. Every single time.
5: Yeah, or it's guys just it's a, everyone's spread out and the ball's in Jalen's hands or it's in it's in Julius's hands, and it's okay, go make something happen. Try to break down the defense and then kick it out and hopefully we'll make the shot. And unfortunately, Quentin Grimes did not have a good shooting day yesterday, which is a problem because he's one of the guys you're going to kick the ball well
1: in that game last night. Uh, Quickly's been good. Yeah, he has. He's a good defender, too. Mike in the car. Hey, Mike. You're next up on 97, buddy.
7: Hey, guys. um, Yeah, I wanted to talk about how the end of the game's issue is all on Tom Thibodeau. I don't understand how he thinks that it's still the 90s and he can run these guys into the ground in practice, play an eight man rotation, and expect them to have fresh legs at the end of the game.
1: I think it's I, don't a know if
5: it's a fr- I don't even know it's a fresh legs thing, man. I just it's I mean, Julius had tons of bounce last night. I just think it's it's an execution thing. It's like they just don't they don't deal with the pressure well.
1: No, I don't I don't think so. he wasn't exhausted, but I I think at some point it wears you down over the course of a season, don't you?
5: I do, but I think it also, I mean, you're also talking about a team that if you can't if you can't close out games where you have a a 12-point lead with 5 minutes left and you have to take this thing into overtime, you're you're also doing it to yourself. You
1: are, and I think there's blame to go all around. Like I think players, coaches, all of it. Israel in Brooklyn. Israel, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven.
7: Yeah, good good morning. Yeah, I just you know I, I the comments that everyone else made. I just reiterate the same thing. They're not a smart team. They don't play smart basketball. Uh, you know, Randall, in spite of the fact that he's playing very well overall, still just dribbles too much, and even Brunson you know, dribbles too much. Uh, they're just not moving. They don't move well to, to open spaces. And then I think a lot of that has to fall on the coach as well. It just seems like you can't keep, you can't be making the same mistakes over and over again and, uh, you know, not change anything. And it's repeated every single game. They have big leads, and it's very frustrating as a Nick fan. Well, wha- Israel, to, let me ask to, you this, to, though. To watch.
1: If they do the same thing over and over and over, and you react the same way over and over and over, is it as a fan, shouldn't you come to the terms with this is how it's going to be as a fan of this team?
7: Well, I, I think you're right. I think that the, the players are who they are, and uh, I don't know how much coaching plays a role in this. Uh, is, it's got to be some degree of coaching. I mean, we've seen it in football, certainly where coaches make a huge difference. I gotta believe that coaching makes a difference in basketball as well. They've they got to be moving around. It's like they don't watch. Uh, for example, I mean, Curry and his team is the epitome. You watch Curry constantly moving to get the open spaces and get the picks, and it creates for others. The Knicks don't do that. They stand around. And then when when uh, Randall starts dribbling like that, everybody just watches. So uh, I, I think the ball, start, the, the the ball absolutely
5: rolling. stops moving. You're not wrong. The Did ball absolutely us? stops moving.
7: Well,
1: but And thanks for the call. Why does that only happen in the final five minutes of the game?
5: I, I don't. That's a great question. I mean, that's a better question to ask to ask Tibbs and why he doesn't adjust to it. Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's because at a certain really point, if question. you keep
5: if if you're doing the same thing over and over, and you're getting and and you don't like the result, then something's got to something's got to change.
1: Uh, this portion of the show driven by the All American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop AllAmericanFord dot net. That's AmericanFord dot net stuff. You missed. Oh
0: see ya! Bang! touchdown! Rebound score! The s*** sh- you missed.
2: And it's brought to you by Jack Pocket. Just saw this, by the way. Mike Hilton, corner for Cincinnati. You know what he's calling Arrowhead? I had a Burrowhead. <laughs> I I I like that these two these two teams aren't aren't afraid to go back and forth a little bit. I, I love I, it. I don't think anyone's going to get any more amped up for this game than they already are.
1: He's good, by the way. Mike Hilton is a hell of a player.
2: Because uh, I... I uh, Rick said... You said earlier, why would you give the other team anymore? It seems like both teams are just going back. They've just agreed, now we're going to go back and forth.
5: Yeah, gloves are off here. By the way, RJT, your earlier point about the young quarterbacks, this is the youngest quarterback matchup in conference championship we, history.
1: We... we. Well, we, ma- it's matchup. almost like it's almost matchup. like we said that earlier on the show. <laughs> well,
5: oh, but you said about the you didn't say that about the NFC game. Yeah, we said it was the youngest uh, yeah. group of quarterbacks. Yes, yeah, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't say it was the youngest matchup. You animal!
1: Oh my god! All
5: right, I think we said it was the youngest group of four. Right, but does that is that matchup or is that the youngest group of four? It's different. Thank you. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I think you might owe me a coffee now,
5: but go ahead. No, I was just correcting your stupidity. No, no,
1: no. no. Yeah, you, you, well, it was not, a tone, uh, and you said your yeah, animal.
2: Well, not, and you just said he was stupid. So I think yeah. that I, no. It's good thing you don't drink coffee. Well, so I, I I'll take I'll that start on Monday. No, you won't. I'll yep. spit right. Yeah, in. I will. Uh, so, so is it <laughs> confirmed? <laughs> am I owed a coffee on Monday? I think you are. Rick. Rick just got tossed from the game. Now he's getting his yeah. money's worth.
5: Great. Yeah.
1: Terrific.
3: Like,
2: how about okay. a tea bet? How about a tea? I quit. What? No. 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 What? what?
3: No. Started, I, might, I might.
1: know what you started to do there. Don't. What? We we all know what you started to do. I got a special new tea bag.
5: I'll steep right in the tea.
1: No, I, I'll just, uh, I'll I'll spend some time over the weekend deciding yeah. what kind of coffee I'd like, and then I will uh, make that determination. Goalie equipment.
3: Goalie equipment is all over the ice. Yeah, the game has been, game on has been stopped. Morning, one
1: of
2: the special more underrated tea. one of the more underrated notes of the show is that you do not drink coffee. You you take in no caffeine whatsoever.
1: I, I am anti caffeine.
2: His body runs on fat. Oh, my goodness.
1: And, uh, do I get a coffee Tuesday
2: I, as well? I feel like this is locked in now. It's I feel like, he, like it's done. It's like Rick's in the dugout now, just throwing bats out onto the field. That's fine. You're Wally Beckman in that minor league game. <laughs> the
1: Earl Weaver of the show now.
2: <laughs> Clean that up. Catcher, get out of the way. He's 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 Portman in the Mighty Ducks, stripping in the penalty box. He's
1: Bobby Cox is who he is.
2: Uh, Frank Reich's a new head coach of the... Panthers returns to the franchise he quarterbacked in, uh, I believe it was 1995. Uh, Dan Quinn staying in Dallas, D.C. of the Cowboys, interviewed with the Broncos, Cardinals, and Colts the last few weeks, but says he has unfinished business.
1: That's unfortunate. He's good. I was hoping he was going to leave.
2: Yeah, people have said that for a couple of years with him.
1: I guess uh, he's at the point where he can wait for the the perfect job for him, right?
2: Want to hear some audio of what it's like to sit in a Nathaniel Hackett offensive meeting? Yes, please. Yeah. This is from his, his Green Bay days. I imagine
4: it. We're going to talk about a show, snap, shrink. What we're going to do is drop eight to the left, seven to the right. We're going to go under center, too. I'm so excited. Because we want to be great actors, we're going to show the ball. Hey, here's the ball. I'm handing it off. Oh. And then we're going to snap the ball in, and then we're going to shrink down. Everybody with me on that? Because we want to be dramatic. We want the defense to go, oh, my God. I think he's handing the ball off. Oh, my gosh. No, he's not. Downtown. You know what I mean? So that's <laughs> what we're going to do. It looks like this. Show it, snap it, and shrink. Everybody see that? <laughs>
1: oh, the, the only thing I can say is that's what it's like hanging out with Rick every day. Like, <laughs> it is, it's to that equivalent.
2: Here's the ball. No. He's, oh, like wired, fresh he's out all of, wired
1: up. That's a man that loves caffeine. Holy moly.
5: Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> he there. can see sound. Show it, snap it, shrink it. <laughs> Okie dokie.
1: But he didn't say it like so, you know, calmly like you just did.
5: Well, no, it, no, as much it's much more animated.
2: But it, but it, uh, I, show I, it, you snap it, it, you drink it, it. downtown, <laughs> downtown. <laughs> but it, I know a serious question though, Rick. You you sat in dozens, hundreds, thousands of these meetings. Which would you rather have? The one that just goes up to the whiteboard and draws it up like very plain here, guys. Here's what we're doing. Or I'm sure he's not like that every day. Or a guy that kind of has the range to to get amped up when he's excited.
5: Uh, It would depend on if that was like an act or not. Like if that's who he was naturally, I think it would be okay and we had success, but like that could be... Who could be like that that all the time
1: though? How could you possibly go through
5: life with that kind of animation? Like we had a coach that was like that kind of, like just like that kind of personality. You would be in the breakfast room getting like a bagel or whatever. And you'd have a bagel with, with tuna fish on it. He'd come in and be like, Hey, what's up, guys? A little tuna-boona?
1: I, I was like, no. <laughs> I would think that'd be very annoying, though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. You know like, what no, he sounded just- like? He sounded like that skit from Chris Farley on SNL. <laughs> the,
5: the motivational speaker?
4: You know, the guy from about down
1: about by, by the river, straight.
4: right? So we're going to do it: so drop eight to the left, seven to the right. We're going to go center, too. I'm so excited. Because we want to be oh, I'm actors, so excited. we're going to show the ball. Hey, the ball, I'm handing it off. <laughs> and then we're going to snap the ball in, and then we're going to shrink down. Everybody with me on that? Because we want to be dramatic. We want the defense to go, oh, my God, I think he's handing the ball off. Oh, my gosh, no, he's not. Downtown. You know what I mean? So that's what we're going to do. It looks like this. Show it, snap it, and shrink. Everybody see that? I live in a van down by the river.
2: I like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, downtown.
5: No, they better hope like hell they get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
2: uh, LeBron and Giannis, your All Star captains. Uh, LeBron ties Kareem. Most All Star game appearances with 19. Wow. Uh, joining Jeez. LeBron as the starters out west Zion, Jokic, Steph, and Luca. Luca got hurt yesterday. Jokic yeah, is missed time too. Uh, starters in the East alongside Giannis are KD, Kyrie, Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Novak beats Tommy Paul. He's on to wait his quest for his tenth Australian, That's amazing twenty-second Grand Slam. He's in, uh, gotten his sights now, extends his Australian winning streak to twenty-seven matches. And on Sunday, Dave, he will take on.
1: Uh, Sunday he will take on Tsitsipas. That's right. Yeah, I, I stayed up and watched the, the entirety of that match, which is why I'm a little sleepy this morning. Uh, it went four sets, and Tsitsipas won, so yeah.
5: I watched a joke match, uh, match this morning, he was a little, he was awesome, but he was a little uh, little drained a little bit. He, he won 7-5, 6-2, 6-1. No, no, I know, but he was, did you watch it?
1: I watched the last set and a
5: half. Yeah, he was kind of like, he was, he wasn't struggling, but he was...
1: Well, he's been a little, uh, a little hobbled, so... We'll see. But we'll talk about way,
5: his mixologist and everything else.
1: Twenty seven consecutive wins at the Australian Open. That's years of mm-hmm. winning it's the amazing. tournament in a row. How many is awesome. how, how
2: many does it take to win it? Uh, seven. Seven, yes. Uh sad news, Billy Packer passed away. Oh. Eighty two. Voice of the NCAA tournament for more than thirty years. Broadcast thirty four Final Fours.
1: That's very sad. He was like the soundtrack of my youth, so that, that really hits home.
2: Oh, I loved Billy Packer. I loved that whole broadcast crew.
1: Did you say he was eighty four? Eighty two. Yeah, eighty-two is right.
2: Uh did thirty-four Final Fours.
1: Oh, okay, well, we're uh, just
2: going to correct him.
1: Buffy well, said eighty-four. I would, yeah. Uh,
2: and uh, yesterday, we here at the the DHF news desk, we were duped. Not knowingly at the time. Duquesne, home of the Uber Eats delivery men's hoop debacle, prank. Stop it!
1: School yeah, you, put- didn't, you didn't see this. Yeah, school. It, it, the guy had a, a microphone, and it was yep. a. Uh, it was a total total it was a ruse job, you know?
2: uh school even put out a statement said this was a prank planned in advance uh done for internet exposure
1: well done yeah it was the
2: students who was the students that did it I'm not sure who
5: this they man to be, be kicked out of school immediately wow well, I like they're not gonna
1: kick him out no of school. I like that. what do
5: you mean they do they have,
1: no, no it brought great attention to the university no. not in a good way did, no. did you know Duquesne before no now you do
2: I like it throw him out Rick is taking great offense to this right throw him out yep um Wrong. And Dave, not something you missed, but uh, you, you'd have to be out of the loop for 32 years if you miss this. Do you know what, what happened is it, today? Was it
1: me- a meal? <laughs> 32 <laughs> years would bring me to where?
2: Uh, 1991. Oh, do I know?
1: Scott Norwood. Norwood tries to kick his longest ever on grass. 47
0: yards. Eight seconds left. Adam Lingner will snap it.
4: No good. Wide right.
5: Oh, Al Michaels, that call stinks too.
1: Yeah, it's not great.
4: <laughs> what, what?
1: It's not great. So,
5: what I were... was going to say, I thought though, I was, I was like, okay. That this might be a good call, so we could play it against the
1: not great. The last call he bit. No. Yeah, I mean that that the the Super Bowl came down to a field goal. He pushed it wide right, and Al Michaels. It sounded like he didn't care.
2: Well, do you remember the? Ooh. Was it the Eagles oh, Pats? was <laughs> The overrunner there on that game. Well, yeah. Was it Eagles Pats where the jump uh the the Hail Mary uh, Gronk like almost found a way to get to it in the back of the end zone? That was and, Eagle. That was that no, that was Pat's Giants. Where was it? Where did he have the call where it's like, eh, hey, the ball is incomplete. Yeah, that, that was Pat's Giants. Oh, sorry. I, I, I
1: almost, almost had a heart attack. Sorry.
2: <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and that'll do it. It's like the ball comes within like I don't know. Yes, he was right there, caught, and that'll do it.
1: I said to the the boys the other day, I said, "Do you realize how different our lives would be if he would have caught that ball?" I said, "Totally different lives. <laughs> totally different. How so?" I, well, I mean, I explained to them the Gwyneth Paltrow movie with the sliding doors, where like if something happens, now all of a sudden you go in a completely different direction. I don't, I don't know, but I imagine life would be very different if Gronk oh, caught that ball
6: on Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. Thanks for listening to
0: the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me.
5: They're everywhere.
0: Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want.
4: Woohoo! Over here!
0: Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your
1: podcasts. I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to take my coffee on, on Monday morning.
5: Well, there'll be no coffee. You don't no, drink yes. coffee.
1: Well, I I will on
5: Monday. Well, you don't have to get a coffee. You get a tea. Get something. Get some egg bites. Some egg uh, an egg sandwich. I might get something. a
1: full a full balanced breakfast. I don't know what I'll do.
5: I get whatever you want. Yeah,
1: and I have a treat for you Monday as well. See remember. what
5: Kendall uh, see what Kendrick Perkins said about the Knicks.
1: No, what did he say?
5: Said I keep telling y'all about these damn Knicks. Randall and Brunson went into the garden, wanted all the smoke tonight, leading their squad to a huge W. By the way, they were the better du- better duo tonight. Put some damn respect on their names and carry the hell on. But
1: well, you don't scream at him.
5: Uh no I wouldn't I, would you scream at him
1: <laughs> no I would I would never scream at him
5: I've, I've seen him see. up in Bristol I, I've seen him up in Bristol he is humongous
1: RJ you went to the Niners Eagles game with Kendrick Perkins you would wear a Niners jersey and be very confident right
2: oh I would I would I per, <laughs> Perk could take out half that stadium but I, right? I,
1: like, I would you you would scream at all of them right you'd get right in their face I'd have you? a megaphone yeah
2: <laughs> I would I would dress as as Santa Claus in a Niners red uniform
1: and you would, and you would taunt them oh yeah. I'd have Perk stand right next to me. You know, I, I had someone send me a great tweet. We should we should have done this. Started like a GoFundMe for RJ's uh, trip to to Philadelphia.
2: It's not too late. No, I don't think that's I don't think that's proper.
1: I think it'd be great. Well, if you know what you're giving the money to,
2: no, there's better things to give your money to.
1: I, if, if I could facilitate someone that I really like and respect to go to a huge game like that, I would give 20, 30 bucks. Absolutely. No. you
5: got plenty of money, though. Why don't you just buy RJ the tickets? Why don't you
1: get out of my pockets? Why don't you buy RJ oh, the tickets?
5: I, I will, maybe. No, you won't. No,
2: I'd I feel very guilty. You
5: told me
1: not to, yeah, but I Yeah, I don't want that to happen. You'd buy it? So what do you mean you don't want that to happen?
2: No, I don't want Let you. Let him buy you the tickets. What kind of fool are you? No, I don't want one of my friends to purchase tickets because if ultimately I could do that. I just don't like the price point.
1: Well, he doesn't mind it because he has endless money. I don't
2: so think that's
5: do true. Don't why let do Dave fool you? you. Dave comes from so much money; it's it's scary. Oh yeah. I, I come mean from thermometer so with thermometer in one end, silver spoon in the other. Oh, <laughs> oh <no>. yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's a, a week long coffee for me. Thank you. Let's do our NFL award winning selections.
0: The DPHO at Bratenberg.
1: Picks of the Week.
0: Like that kind of party.
1: Uh Might we get an updated standings, RJ, please, if you will?
2: Yes, it seems we've come to the end here, so I guess at this point we're just for book purposes, but Ray and I are still at the top slugging it out. I have 35 wins, Ray 34. Dave locked into third at 27. Rick, sadly, has clinched last with 23.
1: That's impressive to clinch last with three. Cut games to still four. Plays a, a hell, hell of a job by you.
5: I cut it to four. Listen, I got I last couple weeks I had one game each week that just yeah. Yeah.
1: It blew up right in your face. But we knew for you to, uh, to no, get back into know. contention was very. Oh, no,
5: that it was that. I tell you, it was the Jacksonville game, the Jacksonville Chargers game, completely derailed me.
1: Derailed you? Wasn't there a Chiefs game in the regular season too where they were? Yep. Yeah, that was not good. Oh, for you, big. Yeah. Uh,
5: all right. It was all Santiago's fault. Uh Rick uh, heater continues up twenty-seven. other. Rick's Rick Heater go. continues.
1: Uh, I don't know if anyone else would agree. I, does he owe uh, Raymond now a coffee on Monday as well? I mean, I don't necessarily
3: need the coffee. No, well, but because you, not you the won't point drink it because you're too good it. for Starbucks. Is it? He's.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. You're not be, wrong. He's being nasty, though.
5: Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. He's. I he's, mean, he's, it was not whether you need the Starbucks or you're too good for the Starbucks. It was if he's nasty to anybody or anybody's nasty. Now you owe the coffee. Does he now owe the coffee? Has he been nasty enough to Raymond, where he's now involved? Well, it's clear he's lashing out. Now, now he's already kind of dug the
3: hole, so he's just making it deeper and deeper.
5: Raymond, would your girlfriend like a coffee?
3: Oh,
1: uh, yeah, I forgot. now, now, no. now, now he yeah, owes him yeah, a coffee. Yeah, she, now, now you're out. Now she you're you're out. The coffee, actually. Yes, yes. Yeah. I get a How about I get, some you know batteries. What? Get, get the the gold plated coffee, Ray. Yeah. What the hell is gold plated coffee? It's Just get the most expensive batteries. thing they have. There's get that one. Can we do the picks, please? No, I want I want you to get RJ nah, now, too. No,
3: you may as well empty the chamber. What else yeah, you got? That's right. What else you RJ, nah, got? Right. Now you, nah, nah, you, you got twenty five
1: minutes to go. I'm sure RJ will take shrapnel at some point. I have no doubt. All right. Um I'll go first. Because there's nothing nothing to lose here, so I might as well. Rick can't copy my picks or go the other way. It makes absolutely no difference. I'll start three o'clock on Sunday and I'll take the points. I think these are two very evenly matched teams. Yeah, you know what? Hurts might be better than Purdy. I think complete team-wise coaching, all of it. Little edge to San Francisco. A lot of weapons on that Niners offense as well. I think this is a field goal game. I'll take the Niners 24-21. Not only do they cover, they outright win. Uh, And then we move our attention to 6.30 on Sunday evening. The Chiefs laying one to Cincinnati. I I liked Cincinnati. I have since switched to Kansas City. I'll take the Chiefs and lay the one point. Why? I feel that Mahomes is going to be healthier than I anticipated. And I, I, at some point, and maybe I'm wrong, and I, actually, I, I might even root for Cincinnati because I like them more than Kansas City, but I have to take who I actually think is going to win this game. That offensive line, how in the world can you lose three starters from your offensive line? multiple guys late in the season, and not skip a beat. It makes no sense. So for that reason, and I think Mahomes is probably somewhat healthy-ish, I will take Kansas City and lay the one.
5: All right, who's up next? Do you want me to go next? Yeah, why
1: don't you go next? let you, have you two guys before. fight
5: it out at the end. Yeah. I didn't realize RJ was a game ahead of, of Santi. Yeah. All right, and with and my Ray, first pick. That, 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 start, Kansas C- that Kansas City game
3: It's <laughs> awful. The backdoor oh. cover.
5: Yeah, how about that one? Now you know how I feel. Rick's on a heater. Keep it going, Rick. <laughs>
3: you know what? Don't lose 17 in a row. And, That's you know, a coffee! I lose 17 in a
5: row. <laughs> <laughs> I, was one in, I was 1 in 17. Oh, Jerk. my God. Starbucks
3: going to be bustling on Monday.
5: Yeah, bustling.
3: I'm all sorry. Right f- I'm sorry. 11 in a row.
5: All right. With my first pick, I'm going to do what I've been doing all week, uh, all over the last couple weeks. I'm going to go directly head-to-head against Dave, obviously. I'm going to take the Eagles, and I'm going to lay the two and a half. Jalen Hurts at home. Look like he's... Not, not maybe 100%, but pretty damn close. Tons of weapons. I think they can take advantage of of maybe the one weakness with San Francisco's D, which could be that secondary. Uh, they have a great offensive line. And I do think at some point Brock Purdy is going to show that he is, is a rookie. And I think this defensive line is going to be the ones to do that. So I'll take the Eagles minus the 2.5, although I hope, the Niners, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Niners win. And then with my second pick, I'm going to take Joe Burrow in Burrowhead and get the point. I'll take the Bengals plus the point. Um, scares me a little bit that everyone's all over the Bengals, but I don't know, man. This team against Kansas City, this defensive coordinator against Patrick Mahomes in this offense, I don't know what it is, but Lou Anarumo seems to have his number. Burrow lasts, uh, Burrow's 3-0 against Mahomes. Eight touchdowns, one interception, completing 72 of his passes, and 327 passing yards a game. Heo, by the way, is 3-0 and on the road in the postseason.
1: Did you go those two games to go against me or are those really the two games you believe in?
5: Uh, those are the two games I'm going to take. Okay, good. I don't want the Eagles to win, but I'm just, I'm taking the Eagles, but I would rather them not win. That's fine.
1: All right. Uh, RJ, Ray, you guys battle it out. So who goes next.
0: I'll go.
3: Okay. He RJ's in front, so... Uh, I've been on this bandwagon all year. I've felt top to bottom the best team in the NFC has been San Francisco. Don't get me wrong. Philadelphia's very good, and they've had a hell of a year. But San Francisco, I think they've got a great defense. They've got a great offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan, and he keeps putting Brock Purdy in positions to succeed. In what? Positions to succeed. Oh. <laughs> and I believe that that will continue this week. I will take San Francisco. Sandy,
5: Sandy, what's your favorite position?
3: <laughs> it puts him in position to succeed. He I mean, off guard. I can get the Chiefs score in there if you'd like. Uh, right. Cincinnati, Kansas City. And I know everyone's on the Cincinnati bandwagon. I mean, you know what? They've defied the odds all season long. And they do have the Chiefs number. What do we call it? Burrowhead? Burrowhead. Yep. I don't care how... Pat Mahomes looks walking off a podium. That's different than trying to scramble around the football field. Uh, first play of the game. I mean, you, you got to think they're going to come after him. So we're going to find out exactly how that game is going to go right away. Give me the Bengals plus one. Look at you.
1: All right. And RJ, great, well, we know great, you going Niners. What's the second game? I had am, the
5: Great decisions there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a coffee I'm go with the Chiefs in late and later.
2: Uh, I am taking the Niners. Uh, we've dove into it. I don't want to over-talk or over-speak. I'll get yelled at by Dave. No. All I'll leave you with is this. It wasn't that long ago we didn't know if Nick Siriano, Siriano was a good, let alone great coach, which he's in the coach of the year, rightfully so, discussion this year. This is the biggest game he's ever coached in. And he's up against someone who I know, blown leads, get it with Shanahan. At least he's built those leads. I think we're going to learn something about Sirianni this weekend. I'm not sure how good it's going to be for him. Give me the Niners, plus two and a half. Yes. Homer pick, sure, don't care. And,
1: and we all hate, hate Sirianni. Everybody right. hates the Eagles and Sirianni. That's
2: right. And to everyone jumping aboard the Bengals uh, bandwagon, I say welcome. It's a fun place. It's been rewarding. Truthfully, I actually think the Chiefs might win this game. Ugh. But just for as long as I've been with these Bengals, I have no other reason but Joe Burrow to pick the Bengals, and that's good enough for me. Give me Cincinnati, plus one.
1: All right, there you have it. Everybody takes Cincinnati, except for me. And I agree with you. I'm actually picking Kansas City, but I hope Cincinnati wins that game.
0: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook
1: at DR on ESPN. Remember, Dan Grossa takes over Saturday mornings 9 to noon, so I get an actual full weekend for the first time in a very long time. All right, Rick, we don't have a ton of time to do it, but I did promise you a little bit of baseball, and let me give you that right now. Are you ready? Give it to me. ESPN.com. Bradford Doolittle has the way too early 2023 MLB lineup rankings. The lineup rankings, Rick. Oh, I like this. I like wet it. To whet your appetite just a little bit. Um.
5: Well, I, I mean, I
1: have the list in front of me. Why don't you go what you think of the f- first couple, where you think the Yankees and Mets are, and then we'll move on to plays of the week. Oh,
5: we're playing a guess. We're playing a guessing game. Yeah, a quick, a give quick to little me.
1: guessing game. Best lineups according to uh, Mr. Doolittle here.
5: Are we do we start with the National League or just in general?
1: In general, all thirty teams on this list.
5: Okay, best lineups.
1: Yep, best lineup, top to bottom lineup.
5: Best lineup top to bottom. I think the uh I think the Braves
1: have to be right there. Braves are number three on the lineup. Uh, it's a nasty looking lineup when you have Ozzy Albis hitting six. Eddie Rosario seven, Marcelo Ozuna, who's somehow still playing baseball, eight, and Vaughn Grissom nine. That's a lineup. They are number three.
5: They're number three. Uh, what about the uh, Padres? Where's the Padres in that lineup? Where's the Padres? That's a
1: typ- typical uh, question that you would ask, and it's a decision that's difficult for me to answer. Padres one.
5: Padres number Padres one. Number ah.
1: one. Number. Yeah, I one. Like one. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Uh, you got Mach- you got Soto, Machado, Bogarts two, three, four. <sighs> Yeah.
5: That team is loaded. Man. Exactly. Loaded.
1: That. All right, now get to the Mets and the Yankees. We can we can dive into the list a little bit more uh next week. But now the Mets and the Yankees. Any idea?
5: I'm gonna say Mets are Mets are number. Mets are number six.
1: Mets are number
5: eight. Ugh.
1: they have the lineup looking like this. And I don't I don't love parts of it. Nimmo, great. Marte, great. Lindor, Alonzo McNeil, wonderful top five. Vogel back six. Ugh. I don't love it. Canna seven, Escobar eight. Uh they have Omar Devaez as the starting catcher at the moment, number nine. So I still think from six to nine you potentially have some issues there with the Mets.
5: Oh, it doesn't sound like I mean it doesn't sound like Beatty or or Alvarez. Or I don't think
1: Alvarez is going to even start with the big club. No.
5: Or going to start with the team.
1: Uh, and then the Yankees.
5: I will put the Yankees at number number five. Yankees below the Mets at number 10. Number 10. Number 10. They don't even
1: have DJ Le Mayhew in the starting lineup. They go. Glaber, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton. Now here's where it gets funky. And uh, Yankee fans, I can hear them screaming already. Donaldson five. Cabrera six, Bader seven, Peraza eight, Trevino nine. You know what? That's not a great five to nine. Uh, no. That's not a great five to nine. No,
5: that isn't. But I think they're more. I mean, they got a great rotation, though.
1: Great rotation. I'm not saying the Yankees won't be good. I'm just saying from five to nine, that on paper does not excite you. Who's number three? Oh, my God. Now we got to go up to number three. I, the Braves, I told you, were number three.
5: Oh, we're number three. Who's uh, So who are we missing? Give me the top five again. Just the top five. Oh, my God. All
1: right. Uh, Padres, one. Cardinals, two. Braves, three. Astros, four. Mm-hmm. And the Blue Jays, five. Oof. You're cutting into Raymond's um, plays sorry, of the sorry, week. Sorry, sorry. Go, go, go. Sorry. All right, Raymond, let's go. Plays of the week. Plays of the uh, week. These. Who's the baby half? I'm the baby. I only sit when I pee at home. God bless
0: you. Are the plays of the week. All right. Bye bye. All right, bear with me. There's a
3: lot here. Monday, we almost lost Dave.
5: I'm Why fine. would you lock yourself into his fifth year <laughs> not <you> even <laughs> Oh, my
3: right. God, are you all right? <laughs> you carry. You <laughs> carry. You know that who was, did? That was touch and go. <laughs> it was very touch and go. But thankfully, you're here. You survived. Uh, you know who else had a good week? RJ Santilla had a good week. 49ers move on. Destroy my Cowboys. Dave needled me. Eventually, this happened. At what point did I not say
1: <laughs> that he stunk? <laughs>
3: But on that note, R.J. did carry. He carried Rick in his
1: own arms. Lining up. R.J.'s up, R.J. smiling. He's laughing. He jumps in. He caught him. I, told I, told caught, him. I, I caught
0: him. And, and not only that, <laughs> he
3: bounced him. The lot, the line of that event. He's bouncing me in a position, if you will. Wednesday, Rick had issues getting in, but I flew right in. Took the Ed Koch. Took the Ed Koch. Everyone loves Ed Koch. The by, by the way, the
2: winning when I was mayor.
1: This is the best thing you do. This is sensational.
3: I appreciate that. Moving on. Thursday, Dave. Coach Shannon called in, my old high school coach, and you yeah. had a problem with him naming his son six. Giants is a
0: terrible name
1: to your name your Your son is your six? <laughs> <laughs> your son is a number. <laughs> and you think my name is stupid? Yes, Giants is a foolish, foolish name. I couldn't agree with him more. He's totally he's a right. Cowboys fan. That's why. And also he
3: he he and all of his sons could destroy you. I'm sure they could, but why does it always go to physical violence with you? No, I no, no, can't Dave we just climb. admit Dave in front of climb God climb and right up everybody up that no the problem. number 6 is a name is ridiculous. I think it's a great name for a kid. Thanks. You know you know another thing that you're really good at. Mhm. Uh, again, I called the other day I called you a one-man zoo and that is what you are. <laughs> 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 These are just some of the sounds you gave us this week. It's outstanding.
5: That was his worst one though. Today though, that was not the chimp's. Not great.
1: You were you were impressed with the chimp? No, <laughs>
5: <sure not. laughs> no,
1: it sounds like an excited dancer is what it sounds like. <laughs> this one kind of snuck in the, under the radar today. If there were one person on the show that could, in fact, go into the brain and cauterize or something like that, it would, in fact, be me. Yes.
3: And why do you think you could perform brain surgery on yourself, Dave? I've
1: watched enough Grey's Anatomy, ER, those kind of shows that I probably could get away with it.
3: Impressive. That's just what you want. Self-brain <laughs> yeah, surgery. Be want. a first. I think you could do very well in that aspect. Those are the plays of the week. Nice wow. job, guys. That is that, well, he's, ter- he's
5: terrific
1: at the plays of the week.
5: Uh, what a, How what good a is he? What a crew we
1: have. We, really, we are clicking on all cylinders, as they say in the biz.
5: Top-notch. RJ with Sim and Santi with the plays of the week. Perfect.
1: Yeah, you guys are really ta- very talented. And I made it through the entire hour being nothing but nice to any of you, all of you, uh, Rick, you did not do the same. You owe me and Raymond full coffees on Monday morning. He owes you more than a cup
3: of coffee, I would yeah. say.
1: Egg, egg
3: bites oh, yeah. the whole. Well, he'll
5: thing. get it. He'll get it.
1: Good. I
5: want it a all. breakfast. You want a breakfast sausage?
1: I don't. I don't know what I'd like at this very
5: moment. <laughs> but why?
1: But it's not nastiness. I'll tell <laughs> what? you that. But why? And, that, and that's <laughs> what you bring to the table. <laughs> What's wrong with the breakfast sausage? You, you know you, what?
3: You, you can't even be subtle. You just start laughing right no. away
1: because he's an animal. <laughs> Much like the dolphin that attacked his wife, and he swam away <laughs> like a scared fish. <laughs> Enjoy the football. It's Rule 76.
5: No excuses playing a champion. It's D.P.H.L. Rothenberg and Abustelo on 9870SPN. <laughs>